0: A simple, down-to-earth, grassroots episode of psychotherapy, episode eighty-eight with Jet Dunlap. If you're listening to this in the future, there was a pandemic during uh, the first or whole year of 2020. I don't know yet, so you had to stay away from people. Now we probably all live in bubbles and fly around like the Jetsons. Do 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 do. I talk about. Making good habits. And then I talk about how to do them, nuts and bolts. Where the time will come from in your perceived busy schedule. I don't have time. I can't. I'm so busy. Is that true? Are those just words that pop into the uh, old gumball machine of our head and then just shoot out our mouth when you put in a quarter? (laughs) Weird visual. Autonomic responses to something that is untrue. Let's figure out how we can carve out a little time for you to be able to do that little social thing with someone that'll do so much for your psyche. Because, I mean, come on. Psyche? Psycho? That's the show. And speaking of the show, this is episode 88, Psychotherapy with Jet Dunlap, and that's going to go ahead and start right now. I don't want to do it. And you don't want me to do it, but I have to do it. I have to talk about episode 83. Because you, the listener, the longtime listener, or the listener who started listening since episode 83, you have reached out to me and said, Jet, what's up? Thank you so much for that episode because I battle with the same insecurities you do insecurity is a word people have used, uh, your fears, um, your vulnerability. It's very interesting because that whole episode was not about the topic that people choose to think about or discuss with me. But you, the brand new listener, and thank you, you're thinking to yourself, hey, fish face, why are you talking about an episode that occurred some time ago? Because <laughs> I forgot what episode this is. The reason is because people keep saying you don't think you deserve Gina? I'm like, did you listen to that episode? Did you listen to what I said? I said sometimes, let's break that down, sometimes, <laughs> meaning not all the time, I feel that Gina deserves better. You ever watched a movie? Seen a TV show? Listen to a song? This is a thing that people feel. Now, there's two sides to this conversation I've been getting with people. One is that, Jet, come on, you know you deserve Gina. I'm like, listen to two minutes after that statement I said about how I wish Gina could wear white clothes, which simply meant that I wish she could live in a place that wasn't as (laughs) dirty. Now, let's put it more natural, right? So we live in an area that's very outdoors and woodsy and all that stuff, and that's great, and that's what she likes, and that's what she wants. That was pointed out to me, too. Gina doesn't want lots of money. Well, I don't know. Is it that Gina doesn't want... First off, it's funny that I'm talking about her as if she doesn't exist. (laughs) She does. Or does she? She does. I had a conversation today where someone said, Gina doesn't need all that stuff. Need and want are different. And I'm not going to go into that because that would be a massive sidetrack. But remind me later to go in the fact that sometimes we don't imagine things because they're priced out of our consciousness which means we don't even know to want them or we don't even know why we would want them. It's just not in a plane of existence that we have been exposed to, right? So I think we'd all like to get flown in a private jet to an exotic mountain range or a beautiful island and enjoy our favorite foods served to us in a location that looks like a screensaver, which I don't think exists anymore, but that's priced out of our consciousness. So it's not something that we actively think about. Anyway, more to the point of episode 83. Guys, what I do here. Guys, what I do here. Hi, I'm Casey Kasem, I'm a person who Jet doesn't know because he's too young to know. Now to the top 40. You feel feelings that you don't talk about. You feel feelings that you don't even acknowledge because your upbringing, your environment, will not let you feel or think that emotion, that stimulus. What I do is I give voice to those feelings so that those of you who have felt those things understand that A, you're not the only one, which is pretty cliche. I'm sure you didn't think that, but sometimes it feels that way. And then B, you understand that everyone thinks that. Sometimes I look at my beautiful incredible wonderful wife and I go I wish I could give her more if you are married and you don't think that way well that's fine (laughs) I was gonna say that's a bad thing it's not it's not a bad thing but I think there's some kind of good stuff in looking at the person I love more than anyone on earth and saying I want to give her more and that's just another way of looking at it so when people think you are so vulnerable I think I am so honest I put on Facebook because I actually got a little uh a little bit of uh my tail feathers went up. A little bit of my tail feathers went up. You know how people say that all the time? Because of this vulnerability you've been calling me. You specifically. Yeah, you the listener in your car, the one who's driving forward. Oof, I just blew your mind. I don't like being called vulnerable. Isn't that weird? So on Facebook I put this episode has been described as me being vulnerable, but I wouldn't check that vulnerability with me if you met me. That's a little veiled threat, because this being called vulnerable was another test of my masculinity, and I pronounce it that way, because I am from a place where they called masculinity, so I didn't like that. I thought, are you calling me a wuss because I'm honest? All I'm doing is speaking truth to me. But then I had to check myself and riggedy-wreck myself. Some 90s hip-hop for you. Oh, from the archives that I learned on the uh, inner web surfing. I don't want to talk more about 83. You've heard what you need to. But old Jetty Jetterson's not so vulnerable that you can go over to me and say boo and I'll cry. I just love my wife. And I know that when I say that, that I feel a little, uh... I don't like the feeling of saying things like that. Okay. It sounds goofy. It sounds wrong, but I say it anyway, because I think it's a good thing for people to hear, especially men, my age and younger and men who are older. So that's all men and maybe women too. So let's just say everyone, maybe there's a jackalope out there that needs to hear it too. So enough of 83, my friends, let's Move on. My mother, wife Gina, and I go on this weekly walk. There I go into that freaking radio voice again. We go on this weekly walk. Now a word from our sponsors. We go on this weekly walk that has become a habit. It's probably eight or nine times now. And we wear our masks and we socially distance So there's not even a hug goodbye, which is fine because that's a responsible thing to do. And I'd be devastated if I gave my mom COVID or, you know, we socially distance because that's what you do. This was a thing that I suggested because I don't even remember the circumstances. It's interesting because when you think of starting a habit, it's good. Once you've been doing it for a while, you forget the genesis of it. God, I just started thinking about Genesis, the band in the air tonight. Um, that wasn't even Genesis. That was when uh Yeah, that was when Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel went on their separate ways, and uh Phil Collins made that song. Do 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 I can feel it calming in the air tonight. I am not a singer. <laughs> I don't need to tell you that afterwards. So habits. I don't remember what started this walk that I call the squawk walk, which a couple of episodes ago I spoke to, but uh, it's a good habit being able to connect with my mother. I don't like talking on the phone that much, but being able to have this contact with her on a weekly basis is a positive thing. And the reason I think about it was because again, it just became a habit. So I wasn't thinking about it in terms of something that was good that was started, but we were talking on the walk today about people's habits and It wasn't even brought up that way because, you know, most people don't just talk about things in sociological terms. But it was that my mom was speaking about people in her family who will say, oh, sure, I'd love to go for a walk, but I'm too busy. Or sure, I'd love to be able to do that, but I don't have the time. Or sure, I'd love to go hot air balloon racing around the world in 80 days, but that's made up. The point was that people were coming up with reasons why they couldn't do these little walks. And I know for a fact, and so do my longtime listeners, that you have come up with devices to not do certain things, but it is not that you don't have time, and it is not that you don't have the opportunity. It's that you choose to do something else. So there's no nobility in this because most people don't like it, but if someone's like, hey, I want you to go to my kid's fourth birthday, I'm like, no. And they say, why not? And I go, it's not really my scene. And then they continue to say, come on, it's my kid. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's your kid. And they're like, you have a special relationship with my kid. I'm like, no, I've seen your kid like three times and he does not have that much to say. She does not have that much to say. They're a child. And they say, come on, you'll like it. I know I won't. I can't eat your cake. I can't drink your beer. I can't drink your soda. The point of that is that I will say no, (laughs) as opposed to I don't have time. Now, most people are more offended by that than I am busy. However, I think it's kind of the right thing to do. Yesterday, Gina asked me something about a new design, a new repair she had done at the house. And she said, what do you think of this? And I told her I didn't like it. I thought it looked bad. I thought it looked better before. And she was mad. And then I tried to tell her that it's good that I do this. And she didn't really care as you don't right now. But then she changed it and it looks better. Now, that was not the point. I'm like, just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's finite. My opinion does not define its existence or its appearance to others. It's just my opinion. Just like I don't want to go to that birthday. That's just the truth. When I speak to my mom talking to her relatives about a walk, what I'm trying to say is that you or a person saying that they cannot do a thing is again, a language issue. You've made a choice, but you've called it something that is not a choice. Now that's interesting because you psychologically have told yourself that you are a passenger in your schedule, which you are not. So let's say you have to go to the 99 cent store, which is a thing that my family has to do a lot. And that's why you can't walk with my mom, hypothetically, or you have to go to, I don't know, the gym, let's do that. Let's just say that's the case. You can schedule that for a new time and just make this happen. You choose not to, but you're saying something else. And that's just because you're so used to doing it that way. You're so used to telling people, I'm busy. I used to have a line when I was telling people I wanted to meet up with them for a sales thing I was doing. I'd say, well, what if you did have time? What if I could come to you? What's the best day? That kind of stuff. I know how to do this. I'm trying to get you to do it for yourself. Here's the other thing, a little trick that I do now. If you say you don't have time for a one-hour walk once, I'm taking this example and taking it out to its full (laughs) narrative. There we go. So that you understand. This is not, my mom just said a very simple thing, and uh, I'm making it bigger for example purposes. You get it, right? We're, We're good. We understand each other. And this is what I do. I take your phone... And I'd beat you over the head with it. I wouldn't do that. That's in a propes. I don't need to do that. I'd look at your phone or I'd have you look at your phone and see what your screen time is. Why don't you do that after this podcast or do it right now if you're not driving? Look at your screen time, your screen time, and see how many hours you're spending on something that you could get rid of to then allocate those hours for a walk or in your case, go to the gym or, I don't know, have a water balloon flight. Flight? (laughs) Yeah, that's where you ride a water balloon through the air. A water balloon fight, if you wish. My point is, you have the time, you choose not to use it. And if you do things like me, if you do things like me, then you start to realize that you have more time than you thought. And what I mean by like me is if you say to someone, I'm not going to be able to make it because because that's not my kind of thing. Whatever, you're probably going to figure out a better way to say it. But if you don't lie, then you're not telling yourself you're busy. If you keep telling yourself you're busy, you'll be busy. My father is the busiest man you'll ever meet. But what he's doing, who knows? Washing cars and picking up leaves and skimming pools and, you know, fatherly stuff. Is he busy like Elon Musk? He has the same amount of time in a day, but is busy like a single mother of three children? No, he's not that busy. He's busy for him. Could he carve out this time? Again, I'm not trying to get on the guy. Busy is just something you say. My point of this episode was build a good habit, and it doesn't have to be the ones I've talked about before, the big ones that I'll go into a little bit next week or next episode (laughs) or next minute, depending on how you take this uh, show. How you take this show? With two creams and one sugar, please. No. How you listen to this episode, show. Good word talks, Jet. The next one I'll go into a little bit more on diet because I've been changing my diet again. I don't even like to call it diet. My food intake and my health. How's that? Health. Wellness. That's what I like to use now. Okay. But this one I'm just talking about something like go for a walk with that person. Wear a mask, distance yourself. You can do things, and I'm talking about one person, right? Those folks who are doing all those massive parties about to have a giant event for the 4th of July. You are stupid and irresponsible. Let me make that very clear. You are stupid, dangerous, and irresponsible. Period. You're going to get someone sick. Bad move. I'm talking about going on a walk with one person, maybe two people, socially distance. It's easier with one because with my mother, I'll be on the sidewalk and she'll be in the street side or we stagger each other on the path. We have enough room to stagger. We're both wearing masks the whole time, so it's safe. But do that habit. Just something simple like that. Leverage them for yourself. Leverage them for your advantage. And then remember, you're not as busy as you think. Another line a mentor of mine used to say, and it doesn't really hold as much precedent because the culture and the way we ingested media was different back then but he would say show me someone who doesn't have any time and if i turn their couch upside down and turn off their tv meaning you can't watch tv because you don't have a couch watch how much time they have i think a little too deeply on stuff so it affects me i have a tendency to get depressed which i'm quitting by the way as my third day of the experiment of quitting depression and it's been working i didn't sleep last night but i'll get into that later But what I'm saying is, you have the time if you want to, and you will be happier you did it. After the walk with my mom, we barely think about it, but I just let it register today, and I thought, what a great thing that I'm connecting with my mother on a weekly basis that I didn't used to do. What a positive thing. And I address that too, which is funky, right? People don't usually do that. I'm like, mom, I'm glad we're doing this. This is a good thing, and it's leveraging habits for good. And you're thinking, what a weird way to talk. Sure. But what I'm doing too is for her and myself, hearing myself speak out loud, I want to continue this. It's an intangible thing to say that time with my mother is valuable. I mean, it is. It's a good way to catch up. But it's more than that. And I think you should do likewise. Thank you so much for listening. This was episode 88. And we'll hear from you next time on episode 89. Gosh, that's simple math. Thanks for listening. I'm the one Jart Darlap, and uh, this was Psychotherapy.